Um, we've got a culture war going on in, in North America right now. Now, culture wars are nothing new. Culture wars have been around forever, right? They get ramped up. And I think we're right now in a particularly bad era of culture wars being used um, really, really often and uh, nasty. I mean, culture wars are never pleasant, but it seems to me it's gone far beyond where it typically is. Um, it starts in the States a lot, and then it spills over into Canada, and I think that's where we are now. Um, you know, if you've listened to this show, you've heard me rail against the political climate that we've agreed to participate in in recent years. That's the problem. We don't think about things. We just sort of fight with our enemies. We're conservative or we're progressive, and, and we know that means we must defend this position and we must attack that position. Don't think about it. Just Just do it. That's what we do. And the really interesting part to me, though, is how we get led to those different fronts within the culture wars. How do we get there? How do we end up deciding that this is the thing we're going to rail against for the next year? Or this is the thing we're going to support in the next year? And it, and it's all in, all out. We can't have a conversation. It's either rip it to the ground and destroy it or support it at all costs, even if there's obvious flaws and things could be improved. It's it, it's really, really interesting. And you take a look at where we are right now, and one of, I think, probably the biggest issue on the culture war scene right now is transgender rights. Probably something that most people in North America didn't give a moment's thought to as little as three years ago, certainly 10 years ago, didn't even consider it. Um, and now, you know, we've got Kid Rock out shooting up a bunch of beer and millions of people cheering them on and boycotts and all the rest because Budweiser dared to say we support the rights of transgender people. So how does that happen? How do we get to the point where suddenly we've got, we've got a knockdown, drag them out fight over something that really has very little impact? on the vast majority of us. It's fascinating to me. So we're going to have a conversation about that, about how transgender rights became the latest front in the culture war. We're going to speak with Cyrus Marcus Ware, an assistant professor of humanities at McMaster University. Cyrus, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Let's just start defining the battle terms here, because, you know, I, I mentioned Kid Rock and shooting up all the beer in the backyard, but that's just, I mean, that's the laughable part of it, right? I mean, there's actual legislation, there's laws. This is becoming far more than just a culture war. Now we're moving into the area of writing legislation to deny human rights, correct? Absolutely. We've seen something like 450 pieces of legislation introduced in the states. We see uh, drag bans and bans on trans health care and access in Tennessee, in Florida, in Texas. It's really concerning. Why? Why did this become um, one of the rallying cries? I mean, it's been around. This is not a new struggle. Certainly from um, the trans community have been pushing for equal rights and all sorts of improvements in their lives for a very, very long time. But all of a sudden, I'd say in the last six months, it's become the focus. Why? What happened? I think that there's really been a, a real movement towards justice. I think a lot of people have been able to feel safe enough to come out and be and live who they really are and and be freer. And I think that that's been amazing. And that's been a testament to the organizing and activism that we've seen 
So certainly here at Canada, there's been incredible stuff that's happened in terms of people fighting for trans justice and trans rights. I think that the movement has been so successful that now there are more and more people coming out and people coming out at earlier and earlier ages. But we've also seen, you know, things like the rise of Trump and, and, and some of the right-wing rhetoric that can sometimes go hand-in-hand with a transphobic sentiment. And so I think that the drive towards pushing for another Trump presidency really fueled a lot of people to say, let's focus on trans people because we can get people riled up. We can get people activated. I think that's a, a really good point in terms of if if it's politically expedient, right? And you and, and and that's what it comes down to. It it doesn't necessarily matter what the issue is or what the outcome is, but we can motivate. We can we can get people extremely motivated, and that's that's attractive to politicians. Absolutely, because of course they need a, a talking point and a good story, and this has been something that has galvanized a lot of people because they've gotten people scared right where it hurts. Let's focus on kids. This is going to be unsafe for your kids. You shouldn't let your kids be read to by a drag performer. You shouldn't let your kids, you know, when they tell you who they are, you shouldn't you shouldn't listen. You know, you should prevent them from being trans. And they really try to put some fear uh, around the way that we raise our kids. And I think that that's. Uh, well, really dirty pool, actually. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. But it's, it's, is it different? I mean, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. And, you know, when you talk about, like you say, um, you know, it's because of progress, really. It, it's sort of a reaction to the progress that has been made. And I, and I was thinking about it, I thought, you know, you're right. If, if you take a look at the battle for different kinds of civil rights and human rights throughout history, be it women's rights, minority rights, gay rights now we're on to transgender rights it is a struggle it always seems to be a struggle and it, you know when victories are made there's a big pushback right i mean because it's there's a, a certain group in society that think they're losing something because somebody else has gained something Absolutely. And I think that that, you know, it's something to, important to remember. We're getting this pushback because, in fact, things are working. We're moving in the direction we're supposed to be going. And so now is not the time to give up or to feel hopeless or to feel like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Now is the time to, to keep fighting and to say, you know, we can strike down. I mean, some of the, the laws that have been put into place in the states are just, you know, now being declared un- unconstitutional. So there are challenges to them. So we can continue to organize, we can continue to fight, and we will move past this, and we will get to a place where, what I'm hoping for, trans kids get to live long enough to become trans adults. Trans adults get to live long enough to become trans elders. That's really all we're fighting for right now. Um, what's happening in our country? We've talked about the laws, and like you say, there's over 400 currently on the books in the United States are being proposed in the United States. What's going on? in Canada. I mean, it's a different climate, is it? Or I mean, I'm not naive. I know that a lot of the thinking and a lot of the sentiment spills over, but in terms of actual, you know, work being done to delegislate human rights, where are we in Canada? I mean, what I'm seeing a lot of is an attempt to sort of ban or or prevent uh, talk about gender identity and sexuality in schools and in curriculum and, of course, book bans and book challenges. We saw uh, something struck down in Vandon, Manitoba, uh, where there was an attempt to sort of, you know, put some uh, some bans in place and that was uh, not successful, uh, which is really exciting. And then seeing some stuff happening out in the, in the Maritimes as well uh, and on the East Coast around uh, challenges to... Uh, um, to to supporting a trans curriculum in in schools here in Ontario where I live, you know we saw the Catholic District School Board, you know, deciding not to fr- fly the the pride flag uh, and really the effect of that on trans students who are in the student 
body. Uh, so, you know, we do have some work to do here. Uh, there's still a lot of organizing that needs to happen. Um, but in general, you know, this is and can be a safer place for people to come to. And I think that we need to think about how to make space for some of our trans kin who may need to come here for a safe place to land. You know, Cyrus, when I go through life and I'm with family and friends and out in the community and stuff like that, like nobody talks, no, this isn't a thing. I think how much of this is the fact that we jump into our political tribes, if you will, while we're online and we, and we love to yell and scream and fight about things while we're online and social media and all the rest of this stuff. I mean, do we lose sight of what's really happening out there or how big is this? Like, I mean, help me get this in perspective. Like, what are we talking about here? I really think that the majority of people, as you say, are either supportive or neutral, you know? I really do think that the majority of people, this is literally harming no one else. This is literally harming no one, you know, to support trans yeah. people's, uh, you know, right to be themselves, yeah. you know, or to be called the name they want to be called. It literally harms no one. So I think that the majority of people see that and get that. Unfortunately, there are a couple of folks who are really pushing for this who are in positions of power. And that's where the danger comes, is that it's, you know, some of these squeaky wheels in uh, government or in positions of power who are, you know, making this seem like a front page uh, page news story as if everybody is concerned about it. But I think the majority of people, as again, as I say, more and more trans people coming out at younger and younger ages. We have trans people in your schools, in your workplaces, you know, in your re religious spaces. There are trans people everywhere. And I think that there's a lot more acceptance for trans people generally. And so I actually think that the majority of folks are would probably not be on about this uh, if it hadn't been for uh, yeah. sort of being whipped up yep. uh, in the media. Could not agree more. Cyrus, great stuff. Thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate it.